and realize that if they're not out in front of their marketplace as being relevant and vital and stable and able to serve the customer's needs, they'll be nowhere, they'll be gone as well. So I think we're seeing a mindset change along Main Street. Welcome everyone to the Ask a CEO Show. Ask a CEO interviews bring us inside the corner office and C-suite for discussions with top executives about their journey to leadership and the reality of running their companies today. Our host, Greg Dimetrio, is the CEO of Lorraine Gregory Communications, an award-winning integrated marketing company. He is also the founder of gregscorneroffice.com, the home of the Ask a CEO interviews. Greg has been in the business for over 30 years. He is a resource to the media, an invited columnist and speaker on marketing and business topics. Over the years, Greg has talked to hundreds of CEOs and executives about what it took to make it to the corner office and what it is really like being the leader of their companies. And now he brings those conversations to you. Here's Greg now. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a little bit different edition of the Ask a CEO interviews. My good friend Pete Spaulding said, hey, why don't we sit down and talk about what the company's gone through, where you are now, and what the future looks like. So he twisted my arm and I said, okay, let's do this. So he's going to be asking me a couple of questions about Lorraine Gregory Communications, which is my day job. So go ahead, Pete. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. So I guess the, the best way to start is let's start at the beginning. Tell me about the founding of the company. Well, I needed a job. Uh, I'd gone through a couple of uh, changes in my life and my careers and was doing menial jobs. Uh, and I needed a real job. And Lorraine and I took a look at the New York Times and they had a tagline that said, I found it in the Times, right? And quite frankly, I found it in the Times. It was a small mail shop uh, and I knew how to do that. And uh, it was pooled our money and we bought this little company that had maybe 20 or 30 accounts, um, but it had been around for quite some time. It was pretty profitable for the previous owner. Um, so we, we met with him. He was very generous and, and forthcoming. Uh, and I knew that I was buying a job. It wasn't right. something that was going to be uh, a home run right away, but we knew if we worked really hard, we showed up every day and we worked hard. Um, it would be successful and we took the chance and quite frankly it's been a hell of a ride that's 1992 and here we are in 2021 closing in on 30 years and we're in 25,000 square feet with 35 employees and we're a fully integrated marketing agency wow amazing but what i really want to know is the story behind the name okay lorraine gregory corporation is a is a homage to a restaurant that used to be in our neighborhood that had been there forever. It was iconic and it was called Lorraine Murphy's. And as we were playing with funny little names and so forth to name the corporation, they said, Lorraine, not for nothing, but Lorraine Murphy's been around for 50 plus years. Why don't we do something like that? And she said, okay, very good. Why wouldn't she not? She gets top billing, right? So Lorraine <laughs> Gregory, Gregory Corporation was founded to buy this little company in Beth Page. And I'm glad it was. I'm glad it did because it gives us a, a, a nice uh, family feeling, quite frankly, to myself 
I know what I committed to. I know why, who I'm responsible to, not only Lorraine, but the rest of the family, because this is a family business. Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of always a, a permanent reminder to me of who we are and what we're about. That's great. Tell me about the service offerings of Lorraine Gregory from the time you started to what you offer now. It's been quite a, quite a ride and a, quite a building process. Uh, in the very beginning, when we bought these two little storefronts in uh, Bethpage, New York, it was primarily mailing only. We're putting names and addresses on material, sorting them out and taking them to the post office. Uh, then we branched out to do some printing uh, and that was fine for a while. Uh, but what happened was in 08, 09, it became very clear that printing and mailing was going to be a dead end street. So we had to change the business model. And it's taken us a few years, quite a few years to do that mm -hmm. because we were not going to do it the way the industry wanted. The industry said, you know what, you're a printer or a mailer and you could become what they called at that time a market solution provider, MSP, which meant you were going to add more value added to your print and mail accounts. However, they didn't. what they didn't tell you was you needed the skills to do that. All right. So you took a printer off the press and you put him on the phone and made him a marketing consultant. That was never going to work. So I took a look at that situation. And I said, that's probably not a bad idea, but it's got to be done correctly because you'll, you'll only have a flash in the pan if you try to do uh, uh, marketing for somebody that's not correct or has no chance of succeeding. So we started to build oh, probably in 2011 or 12, we acquired three companies that would give us critical mass, uh, synergistic companies that are printing and mailing business. But what we needed was the cash to be able to go out and build the organization with people who had skills. Because those skills are a lot, you know, more expensive than a hand labor. You know, these people have skills, they gotta get paid. So the lift was kind of heavy because we didn't have any real work against that payout. Uh, but we decided that was the way we were gonna go and we stuck to it. So for all of those years, uh, we've been building and building and building. And the idea is, is to make us as total an agency in terms of service lines as we know of. And I think we've accomplished that because I like to say we're the factory uh, in the back of the house and the agency in the front of the house because all the agency people, the designers, the programmers, the data people, uh, all work up front, right, in the office suite. But yeah. yet we have a very, very large print and mail uh, division in the back of the house, in the factory. And that does maybe 50 to 80 million pieces of mail and printed collateral every year. So uh, just of late, uh, quite frankly, uh, it, it's, we've created two television uh, film studios, New York State certified film production facilities in our space. One is a 3,500 square foot um, film production studio. It's very large, very large, 24 foot ceilings. It's very, very big. Uh, and it's perfect for any type of film production. We also have a green screen environment. And if anybody knows what that is, you film in front of the green screen and then you insert the backgrounds according to what you're trying to your message. And we have a, a dedicated film production crew in there, award-winning uh, commercial grade uh, productions. So we can film in studio or on site, it doesn't matter. So in totality, 
uh, I think we have more going for us, more service lines than any agency that I know of in our area. Okay, so the, the company continues to, to grow and evolve, and, and today is a significant day being March 1st. From what I understand, the company rebranded, new logo, new website. Tell me about the timing of this. Why? Why now? Well, rebranding a company is, is not something you do on a whim. It's something you do because it's necessary. And we've determined, and it's in about a year or so ago, uh, one of our executives said, you know, Greg, when I go pitch a, a big account, I can't be sending them to the website that we have now. It's just not up to the stature of what we're trying to do. And it was 100% correct. So it took us about a year, quite frankly, from start to finish because we got whacked with COVID and we didn't know which way it was up, but we continued the fight. All the while we were aggressively marketing the company, but in the background, we were taking a deep dive and saying, okay, who are we and what do we want to present? the marketplace. Well, because our business model had changed and we were focusing on more substantial type clients, uh, even up to uh, public companies, uh, major healthcare organizations, large practices of uh, accountants and lawyers, uh, we needed to present an image that was mature, substantial, and sophisticated. And the rebrand was focused on that. And today, March 1st, is launch day. Uh, and we're all very, very excited about it. Uh, we had a little Chick-fil-A lunch for all the people here because I wanted to say thank you for such hard work. Uh, the website is outrageously good. The logo is crisp and clean uh, and elegant. Uh, and uh, I think it presents us in a much better way uh, than we had before. Now, people always recognize us. They know Lorraine Gregory. Uh, and this change is going to be, I think, very well received. It's so far this morning, it has been, quite frankly. And I think it's going to be very well received going forward. That's terrific. Congratulations. So tell me about the biggest challenges facing the agency and the company as a whole, especially coming out of, I hope we're coming out of COVID. Well, COVID was a one-off uh, scenario. Um, we, uh, 1918 was the last pandemic that affected the United States. That's over 100 years ago. Uh, thank God that we have the technology now uh, that can produce a vaccine in such a short period of time. Uh, we suffered 500,000 deaths, which is incredible. It's a, such a sorrowful thing. But had we not been able to produce the vaccine, we would have been looking at millions of deaths. Right? So thank God we have these vaccines. Uh, and I think COVID itself was uh, very debilitating to the business community. Many of the Main Street businesses uh, were either barely able to hang on or demised. Main Street USA looks a lot different for them. But for the businesses that survived, I believe that the mindset is changing now. And they realize that if they're not out in front of the, their marketplace as being relevant and vital and stable and able to serve the customer's needs, they'll be nowhere, they'll be gone as well. So I think we're seeing a mindset change 
along Main Street. Uh, and I think that's going to bode well for the future. Uh, no matter what the government does, I think America cannot be held back. American business in particular cannot be held back. Uh, people are starting new businesses even in COVID. So it just tells you that there's pent up desire, there's pent up energy and spirit in the business community. And we want to be part of that. Very true. So knowing what I know about you and what I know about the company um, and the people that work for you and the tenure that they have here, there must be something special. So tell me about the culture and, and the people that have helped you arrive at where you are now. Well, I think, I think if you talk to them individually, they would say it's a comfortable place to work. Why? Because we appreciate the fact that there's life outside of work. People have responsibilities, people have obligations, people have needs to, to address those family-oriented situations. And to be really honest, uh, we almost never say no, that you can't take an hour off, you can't make a doctor's appointment at two o'clock instead of six o'clock in the evening, that you can't bring your kid in for a couple hours if you can't have a babysitter. We've had many, many kids here, many. And, and we've had dogs here for crying out loud. Um, this is like your family away from home. And, and quite frankly, that's the way we treat them. I start every day out. When I get here, I walk around the whole floor, 25,000 square feet. And whoever is here, I say good morning to and have a conversation with them. Why? Because without them, I don't have a company here. We don't have Lorraine Gregory. Right? We don't have people who are happy to be here. You know, I don't want to go out on the floor ever and have somebody look at me and turn away. I, 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 just, I, I don't know what I would do with that. So I operate in a way that uh, keeps that from happening. And, you know, we wrap our arms around them, uh, figuratively, of course. <laughs> and uh, we try to accommodate them as best we can, pay them what we can, give them as many benefits as we possibly can. And, uh, you know, I think that pays huge dividends. It, it, it gives me the opportunity to come to work and enjoy being here. All right. So as we look towards the future, was having this conversation in five or six years from now, how would you define success for Lorraine Gregory? That's a very, that's the goal. All right. So the goal is this. I was fortunate several years ago to participate in something called uh, 10,000 Small Businesses Run by Goldman Sachs. And it was an MBA boot camp. Uh, and in that process, I was able to identify that if I was able to fulfill my aspiration for the company, uh, and quite frankly, they agreed that we could, uh, was that we were going to be a national company. We were going to be represented in at least five major metropolitan areas across the United States, uh, providing the same services that we do here today, fully integrated marketing, uh, digital advertising, uh, traditional advertising, video, media buying, all the things that we offer here now we'll be able to offer to those environments. Because why do we pick those? We pick those because they match the New York environment in terms of the business density and this level of sophistication of the businesses that are located. That's our marketplace. We're a B2B marketer. We market into the middle market. We actually market now into public companies. So those geographies fit with who we are, right? So now five years, ten, well, five years, 10 years from now, you'll see us as a national provider uh, at a much higher level uh, than uh, we do now. Uh, 
uh, quite frankly, that's always been my goal. Uh, whether I achieve it personally or the company achieves it, either way, I'd be happy uh, because I think it's something that we've been building towards for almost 30 years. So we will see that. I'm very confident in that. So I guess my, uh, my last question is, having been in this business for almost 30 years, and this is where you are today, would you have changed anything? And if so, what would it be? Yes. And the reason I say yes is because as a CEO, uh, you're at the top of the needle, okay? And you really don't have a boss. You need to have a boss. So I finally established a business advisory board. I have outside business executives, CEOs, business owners, uh, and we meet periodically. And they hold my feet to the fire. And quite frankly, it's changed how we do business in that field. And I would have done that much earlier had I realized uh, that's what I needed. Uh, I was, you know, I was pretty confident that we were doing a lot of good stuff back then. It was relatively easy to do as long as you showed up and you didn't make too many mistakes, you could make money. Um, but going forward, as the business got more substantial and more complicated, um, you know, I, I, I needed to have uh, people who had experience on that business side, on the finance side, cash flow, P&Ls, balance sheets, right? All those things that I didn't know the intricacies of, I needed to have input from them. And quite frankly, over the years, they taught me quite a bit. Uh, and we have them till today. And they're on board with everything that we've talked about now. Uh, they know and they've had uh, input on all of it. And it's input that I just, I value. I can't tell you how much, it's priceless to me, priceless. Right. Great, well, Greg, thanks for taking the time to sit down with me and I enjoyed our conversation and learning more about the organization. Wishing you the best of luck. Thank you, Peter. That's a wrap on another Ask a CEO interview. We hope you enjoyed the talk. We'd love to hear from you. Visit gregscorneroffice.com, click the Ask a CEO tab, search your favorite listening app or view on YouTube. Click the subscribe button and don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye from Ask a CEO.